Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hi everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. It is time for another club preview. Um, Before I introduce my guests, I would just like to remind everyone we are running our charity raffle tour um, for four people um, of of Ibrox, which was kindly um, donated by the Rangers Charity Foundation for us for our live pods. Unfortunately, due to Nicola Surgeon and... COVID restrictions, we had to unfortunately cancel that, but we were left with a tour from from the Rangers Charity Foundation. So I know Carney wanted to um, give something back to the Charity Foundation and also all the subscribers. So yeah, we have a link, it's a PayPal link. If you donate £3 per entry, you'll be assigned a number. Um, basically the raffle return will run until midnight on the 28th of um, February and the winner will be picked on the 1st of March. If you have any questions about it, if you just contact Scott at club.at.22.podcast at gmail.com and uh, that would be appreciated and hopefully we can, yeah, get some lots of, lots of money to give back to the, the Rangers Charity Foundation because that, that was a kind um, kind gesture for them to give us that for our raffle and hopefully we will be doing a live show in the future, so keep posted but yeah let's crack on with the show and I was going to say I'll introduce the guests tonight but um it's just <laughs> me and um the other the or the main man at club at 22 Scott Carney how are we hello yes just us mate um yeah I, I really really just a thought about that email address it's pretty horrible there's a lot of dots in it <laughs> I know I didn't think about that when I made it I might need to rethink that yes hello everybody uh yeah, looking forward to this. Rangers back in action tomorrow. Uh, quite a bit of uh, news to get into. And yes, if you could 
please um, donate, get a raffle uh, ticket for the Charity Foundation. That'd be amazing. Thank you to everybody that has done so far. But yeah, just me and you tonight, mate, the, the OGs. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's been given time off. He had a wee moan because I got a week off, so he's <laughs> kindly given them the night off. So that's why Ryan's not here. Scotia's um, dad can't pedal his bike tonight for his internet, so that's why he's not here. So yeah, um, you're stuck with me and Carney. But just before we dive into it, Carney, you obviously done a podcast earlier on this morning. Um, I don't know if you want to tell the listeners about that one quickly. Yes, Um I was previously asked to go on Friday Night Counter-Attack. It's a, 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 an English-based podcast, an English football-based podcast. Uh, who They do mental health discussions and stuff like that as well. Really good podcast. They asked me on about Stephen Gerrard uh, when he left. And obviously we got linked with... Uh, what's his name? Why have I got his name? Who have we just signed? What's his name? Why have I got his name? Oh, Diallo. Diallo, my goodness. I just a total mind <laughs> Diallo, jeez, oh, man. Um, that's because I've been reading so much today about different things. But yes, when we're linked with Diallo, my goodness. Uh, um, Ham's from Friday Night uh, Counter-Attack is a, is a Man U fan. So I got in touch with him and he finally, very kindly, uh, accepted my offer to come on. So I recorded a, about a 20-minute video. It was originally going to be just slotted into this podcast, but it was a really good discussion that went on for a much, much longer than I thought it would, uh, which is a good thing. It was a, a good conversation. So I put a video of that up earlier on the reaction to it's been superb uh, it will be at the end of this podcast you can go and check it out but yeah his insight into what we could expect from Diallo was uh, was really interesting so again thank him uh, very much for coming on and go check out the podcast Friday Night Counter-Attack uh, wherever you get your podcasts yeah, I, no, I, like I was busy at work and I, I managed to watch three minutes of it and I had to do something busy, busy I was actually I, I, busy, that's the overstatement of the century I was, so that's my um <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching that tonight. Um, that looks good. It looks like it's doing quite well on YouTube as well. There's a lot of, lot of folk watched it, so I look forward to watching that. But, um, yeah, let, let's dive right into it. Obviously, we were the game on um, on Wednesday night, which was a very wet, windy, drab affair at Ibrooks. It was a typical <laughs> Wednesday night in January, to be fair. Um, obviously, because Scotia and, and Ryan can't make the pod today, I was going to kind of do an overview of, of what they thought about it. I know we broke it down, but have you any further thoughts now? We're sort of a couple of days on from the game. And No, I think we were, we were pretty spot on with the analysis that we had. Obviously, the reaction's always very raw, um, but after kind of watching it back and after I'd uploaded it, etc., I felt like we were pretty spot on about the game. It wasn't a good game of football, and the conditions probably played a lot I, I tried not to bring the conditions into consideration, but I think you had to. When you see the game back, the ball moved quite a lot in terms of the wind. It was a, not a very nice night, and it wasn't a very good game of football. Um, I did forget to mention Scott Wright's chance, um, where he got cleared off the line, uh, but that was pretty much the only thing that he'd done the entire night. And if anything, it sparked um, the Rangers transfer business into life, mate. So... Look, it was three points that we badly needed. Uh, Livingston, for both sides of the old firm, has always been a wee bit of a, a banana skin, and we managed to get out a dodge with, with Mr Saturday night saving the day. So, no, I'm still... wasn't the best performance, but I'll not remember that game, and I don't need to remember that game because the most important thing was the three points. Yeah, uh, the exact same, to be honest. Um, even Gio and the presser after he was asked about it, and, I think he thought the same as us. He did mention the conditions weren't great. 
didn't have much to pick from, i.e. that's why probably James Sands was in the team. Obviously, we Lowry, he was the only guy creative and he, he played well, Lowry, but I think he was just delighted to get out of there with three points. And he did mention, we've got Joe Aribo, we've got Ryan Kent back, Scott Arfield can start for Saturday. Obviously, we'll come on to who else has come in, but there's positives going forward for Rangers. Your man, Ryan Jack, get 10 minutes into the game. Somebody asked him the question today in the press, oh, is Ryan Jack all right? Because usually <laughs> when we... There was a guy that there was a guy actually that tweeted on Twitter um, before the game of Wednesday. He went, I can't wait to clap Ryan Jack on the park for the last 20 minutes and then not see him for 10 weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, Gio did come back today and say, no, Ryan came through the game fine. And um, yeah, which was good news. So yeah, I, I, obviously I think we debriefed the game pretty well, to be honest. A couple of points that... Obviously, social media and people have talked about this. I'll, I'll start with the slight negatives that people have talked about, and, it, and it's two players we kind of brought up during our our, our post match, and it's it's Cedric Itton and Scott Wright. Now, again, John was in working at, um, today, which was a Friday, but she'll be surprised to hear he was in when we we're talking about Rangers <laughs> again, and um, Cedric Itton has been brought up in several platforms. A lot of Rangers fans now are saying not probably that he's, he's not good enough really to lead the line and rely on basically more of a squad player, to be honest, um, which I think that's what he is, to be honest. I was disappointed in it the other night. I thought it was a chance for him to show something and he held the ball up all right, which is what I said, but that was a bit, to be honest. And um yeah, I think you'll find it difficult Etten, moving forward with this Rangers team, especially when Morelos comes back. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on Etten. I would tend to agree now, mate, especially with the signing that we've made, and without jumping ahead, obviously we'll come on to it, but I would agree. Uh, he doesn't look... Look, I, I don't fault the guy's effort. I don't fault his attitude. I think his attitude's tremendous. I, I just unfortunately think it might be down to a lack of ability, and you can't really, you can't really blame him for that. I mean, even when he got he got subbed off the other night before we'd scored, he, he, he sprinted off that pitch to get off. Uh, he kind of understands he's bought into the team, and I think he wants to be a success here. He, he's obviously quite he's quite he seems to be quite happy here. But with Sakala, with Roof coming back fully fit, and Morelos coming back from international duty, he's just getting further and further down the pecking line. And everybody really loves um, Sakala um, for, for more reasons than one. Um, obviously, his desire, his, his unbelievable work rate that he has, and his smile, uh, the, the guy that he is, he's, he's a, a great personality. So um, it's difficult, and I, I kind of feel bad for him. And I, I don't like when I, I kind of feel like that. It's, it's unfortunate for him. Um, time will tell, I think, but... I can see him see him slowly getting whittled down and this might be the the end of his spell at Rangers. We could see him leave in the summer. Yeah, I mean I'd love nothing more than it to prove to prove us all wrong and go on and score lots of goals for Rangers. But if I'm being honest with myself, I I can't see it. I, I didn't I didn't see him having a future with Rangers when he was out in loan. I was surprised he came back. Obviously Jermaine Defoe leaving maybe the catalyst for bringing him back for another option, but Keep with that theme, and it's going to get positive. Don't worry, folks. Um, <laughs> Scott Scott Wright, another one. Um, we've discussed Scott Wright in this podcast. I like Scott Wright a lot. I think a lot of us like Scott Wright. 
we've had a discussion on this platform for God knows how many months. Is he an impact player? Because when he comes off the bench with 20 minutes to go, when these teams are on their arse because they're blown out, he does really well. But every time he started for Rangers, he's not showing enough for me. Apart from the St Mirren game on uh, Boxing Day, where I thought he was good, every mm. other game he started. And there was, a, there was a spell when Ryan Kent was out and Scott Wright took his position. Didn't do it for me. And once again on, uh, on Wednesday night, I thought... <sighs> His decision making at times was was wrong. There was a spell of ten minutes where the Rangers fans got on top of him, and that's the first time I've, I've heard the Rangers fans get on top of him because every decision he made was wrong. And there's maybe a reason why we've brought the the new guy in who will come on in a bit in terms of he plays that position now. But what's your thoughts on on Scott Wright? I, I like Scott Wright as well. I think if you go back and watch podcasts that we've had and we've spoke about Scott Wright, I was I was the one championing for him to get a, a chance in the team. Uh, Unfortunately, he's not took that chance. I think there's there's talent there, uh, but without stealing a phrase that you said about Cedric Attenby, I think he's he's working his way into a squad player at best right now. Uh, is he a better option? Better option than Brandon Barker? You'll not be surprised to hear me saying <laughs> yes, he is. But he hasn't took the opportunity when he when he's been when he's been given the opportunity to start games. He's not really had the impact that you would like. You're right with the the. the the game against St Murn was probably his most impressive. I thought he looked really positive in that game, but he's just not he's not done much after that and it's never nice when players when Ibrox gets on the back of a, a certain player, but he, he was he was very poor, especially in that second half against Livingston. He was he was he had no end product and you mentioned his decision making was way off and it was so yeah, with, with this new signing, again, his game time could be extremely limited now, um, I would expect. I think his only saving grace, um, and it's probably not a saving grace because it's it's pretty tragic, but had he been out, might give him more chances than than you would expect. If uh, Obviously, the new signing and um, had he been fat, again, I think he would be working his way down the pecking order. It's a shame. Um, as I say, I, I like Aberdeen players that come to Rangers that do well because it winds up by step that morning but uh, I like Scott Wright before he came to Aberdeen still like him now but he's not he's not cutting the mustard as they say yeah no I, I agree as well I, I mean I've said for, for quite a while, I think he's an impact player he's good when he's an impact player and I think he's dangerous when he's an impact player so mm-hmm. I think that's what we'll probably see going forward especially with with the new signing but um, going on to positives though I mean just touch on Scott Arfield I think it's a big positive Gio mentioned him in the presser today in terms of he wants to keep him next season so he wants to offer him a new deal whether that's uh, I know Scott Arfield's now I think 33 so whether he gives him as he's done with Davis and that a year's contract and then see how we go but um, I think he's a big positive Arfield I think he'll start at the weekend so there's a wee inkling who's going to be in my <laughs> midfield so I think he'll start his goal was brilliant. I just think he's one of these players, I feel, that um that Gio likes. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would I would agree. It's, we've we've always we've spoken about Scott Arfield again a number of times, mate, and <clears throat> he, he has purple patches, 
pool patches even with uh, within a season. Uh, however, under Geo, he's becoming much more consistent. Uh, I don't know if he's just in a purple patch, but even when he's been out for injury, he's come on uh, on Wednesday night and he's immediately made an impact. Uh, I think he's very important for us. I almost and I almost feel like it's a it's sacrilege to say this, but I think he may be replacing. Steve Davis as the experienced member of the squad in the middle of the park. I think it's going to be Scott Arfield. He offers something completely different. He, he, he's not afraid to make the runs. He's not scared to, to get himself in the positions. And he's a, a hard player for any defence to track. And I think he's still got it. I think it's a, a massive decision for him that he's made to retire from international football. Obviously, playing for Canada, he's, he's decided not to to continue with that, uh, which will only be a positive for for us. I definitely see him getting a, a, a new contract, especially if he, con- he continues to play like this, because I think he's he's pretty vital for the way Gio wants to play. Yeah, I think he's been a he's, he's been really good under under Gio under Gerard. Maybe he was injured slightly. I don't know, but he kind of went off the face of the earth for a while under Gerard. <laughs> Um, he was I sit just behind Scott Arfield's box at Ibrooks and he was sitting there all the time and always thought we could do with a Scott Arfield on the bench or something and he's fair remember play the, and he's no, come back. Can you not remember the time we were like, where is Scott Arfield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of a yeah, sudden. I used to see him in front of him. Yeah. 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 And but he, to be fair, fair to him, he's, he's to me he's a he's a first pick in a strangers team at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. as long as he's fit. But he, he breaks the lines, he offers something different from a lot of the other midfielders we've got. So no, I, I'm delighted with Scott Arfield, especially his goal, and it'd be good if he does get a, an extended contract. And the other two I was going to touch on was obviously Kamar Roof's back. I expect Kamar Roof to lead the line tomorrow night because I would expect him to lead the line against Celtic Wednesday. So when he get minutes into his legs, um, he didn't do very much against Livingston when he came on. <laughs> it was kind of very similar to to Cedric Itton in terms of he didn't get much a chance, but he's only just back. But I, ex- I expect him to play. Against um, against uh, Ross County tomorrow, and obviously your man Ryan Jack got ten minutes as well, which was good to see. So I uh, that's another two big positives for Rangers going forward. I agree, mate, a hundred percent. I think roof roof can be vital for us. Uh, I've, again, I've said that a million times before. He's injury prone. Uh, if he wasn't injury prone, he wouldn't be playing here because he, he has got bags of quality. He really does. He is a an out and out striker, uh, and when he's on, he's on form. I mean, he's he had a credible goal scoring record for us last season. Not been as good this season, uh, but I think injuries have played a massive part in that. But I, I think Kamar Roof is going to be an addition to to uh, to this Rangers team, uh, and um. Never going to be sad to see Ryan Jack running out. Uh, it was great to see Ryan Jack back. And the good thing about Ryan Jack, when even when I was when he came on, I know it was a, a brief cameo, if you like. He looked fit. He didn't look like he'd been out that long. So obviously they're taking the time that was happening through Gerald, and it's probably rolled into into Gio's time to get him fully fit and going again. Um, seems to have worked. Uh, I don't know if Ryan Jack's going to become a mainstay in this team. I don't know how much of a future he's got due to the injuries, but it's good to have that option and to have him there and what a player to be able to bring on from the bench from time to time. Hopefully, he gets himself right up to speed, he stays injury-free and he can be part of this team going forward. Uh, we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed and make sure he doesn't do too much. But, yeah, it was it was tremendous to see Ryan Jack back. 
Yeah, I think he'll get managed in the pitch. I mean, we're, we're playing pretty much two games a week at the moment, pretty much every yeah. week going forward. So we need to use the squad and having players like Ryan Jack back is good because he's experienced, he's been there, he's done it. So no, I thought that was a positive. But um, yeah, coming on to our signing, we've all been crying out for a right winger for I don't know how long. I think that's the one position we've all said in this podcast we need. And we've signed... Ahmad Diallo from um, from Man United, who reportedly paid in the region of £37 million from Atalanta to get him. He's a right winger. He's 19. He's only here until the summer. There's no option to buy. So don't fall in love with him too much, Rangers fans, because <laughs> he won't be coming back next year. You never know. He might come back for another loan signing, possibly, if he does really well. That's, a, that's maybe an option, but... What I've seen of him, and to be fair, YouTube can make anyone look good. Um, you obviously had your discussion today with that with a Man United fan in terms of, of what he offers. I'm excited to see this boy. I've been asking for a Ryan Kent on the right-hand side. And from what I've seen of this boy, from what I've heard about this boy, he looks like he's got it all. He's only 19, so... I can imagine some hammer thrown up in Scotland will earmark to, to thump him instantly, but it's an exciting signing, and, and it's a good sign. I, I, I think the last time Rangers had done a deal with Man United in terms of a loan player, probably going back a wee while, to be honest. It opens a link with Man United as well, I think, in terms of they've got a lot of good young players. If he does well, it might open a, a door for other players to come into Rangers, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see this boy. Um and I think he will play because he's not coming up for Man United to sit on our bench. So I think he will play. So what's your <laughs> thoughts on him, especially after talking today to, to the Man United fan that gave you a kind of lowdown on him? Yeah, I'm excited as well. Uh, and I think you make a cracking point at the end there, mate. He is not coming here to sit on the bench because he's doing that for Man United right now. Not even the bench for Man United. He's been playing the reserves team. Uh, I think he's coming here to get hardened up that's based on what Hams from the Friday night counter attack was saying. He um he's glad that he's coming to Rangers. He's quite happy. I don't want to say too much. I'd rather people go and watch it and hear it from the horse's mouth. Uh, but he, he's glad that he's coming up to Rangers. I think just now he's a wee bit lightweight in the sense of build, the sense yeah. of um his physicality within the game. However, um, we've seen what's the transformation that's happened to Alfredo Morelos in a short space of time uh, under Gio. So I would imagine this boy's coming up here for a pretty rigorous fitness regime to bulk up uh, and to get himself filled out. I, I, I would imagine he's he's small. He's small. He's about the same height as me, but in terms of football player, he's like 5'8". He's fast. He's got a point to prove and he's got that price tag hanging over his head. Now, Man United have made that investment based on his, his talent and what they expect from him in the future. And it's very easy for Rangers fans to go, my goodness, he cost Man United £35 million or whatever it was. And you get excited. And of course, you should get excited. But the, what I'm comparing it to as well is when we brought Ejaria for the sake or, or talking sake, Ojo on loan, uh, these players, players that had you knew, didn't know you knew very little about them if anything at all and that they certainly were not worth 37 million euros or whatever uh, so I think it shows you the next stage that 
Rangers have taken in terms of who can attract to this club, the levels that we can afford to pay, etc., etc. All the things that would go along. We've took that next step now with this loan deal. I know it's only a loan deal, not getting myself carried away, but um, I suppose we'll need to wait and see. As I say, I'm I'm excited, and I, I try not to get ahead of myself, but I'm very excited. And it's we've got a proper right winger, and I think based on my conversation with Hams, I think he will. He will fit into this geo system perfectly because he is very much like Ryan Kent, uh, and I don't want to kind of put too much pressure on him by saying something like that. But he's the same style of player. He's not scared to get the ball and go past a player. So I'm really excited to see it. And who would have thunk it, mate? We're not going to admin again. I know, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm buzzing to see him and. What better place can he go and play his first game for Rangers than Dingwall? Dingwall! <laughs> Wait till he goes up to Dingwall. Dingwall is, I don't know if you've ever been to Dingwall, Carly, but no. Dingwall, is, Dingwall is a place, it's just grey, it's dour. There's nothing in it. Um, That's it, you're going to have Ross County fans after you now, mate. Oh, what have you done? Christ, I need to watch myself next time I'm up in Dingwall. But, um, but no, it'll be, um, I from going for Man United, to play up in Dingwall tomorrow will be an experience for him. But um, yeah, of course he come into teams and all that. But no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing the young man. So no, that that's good. Other signings we've kind of been linked with. Um, this one's been doing the rounds probably the last 24 hours, I'd say. It's been the Man City midfielder, um, James McAtee. Um, let's say 19, plays for under 23, Man City team apparently doing quite well there. Looks like another type loan signing. Again, it's a rumour. Couldn't tell you much about the boy, if I'm being blatantly honest. Um, have you seen much at all about this guy? Nah, obviously it's been flying about today. Uh, different sources saying different things, but nothing's been kind of confirmed. Um, also, the the Doki, the defender, we've been that yeah. that's re- resurfaced again about the potential of signing him. Uh, in terms of the boy from Man City, I think. I think what it does definitely show that Rangers, we had no idea that Diallo was even on our radar. We had no clue. We had no clue about that. Rangers keep their, their cards very close to their chest when they do transfer business. However, if there is still rumours flying about, I would imagine that it means Rangers are very much still in the market, still a couple of days to go yet. So I would not be shocked if we have at least one other come in by the end of the, the transfer window and based on the way Gio was talking in his, um, his press conference today around it, uh, he says he's 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 sure that the the team's going to be in a better position at the end of the window than it was at the start. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But I, I don't know anything about him. I've never seen him play. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I've never seen him play. Uh, and Doki, I've seen the, the wee clips of him that people have put up etc but again don't, don't know very much about him it's just watch this space really uh, but it's exciting to know that Rangers are are making moves in the market yeah I think we'll bring at least one more player possibly yeah. two obviously we get Bakuna's away reportedly we get 400 grand for him for Birmingham which I think is decent to be fair because he costs us well, nothing in the summer but no but I think it works out with what Huddersfield <coughs> or something or Road or something like that oh, so I, they old, right. so I think we've kind of I think we've maybe probably broke even with that yeah. um, according to what I, I heard that on uh, Heart and Hand I, I'd never like to steal something and not say who I heard it from but I heard that from David Edgar and Heart and Hand it, it seems to have maybe just worked itself out and we maybe just 
Didn't yeah, take I, a loss on him, basically. Yeah, they're probably quite happy. Rangers probably just to cut ties and with, with yeah. Bakuna. He was, he was all right, Bakuna. I, I don't want to say he had an attitude problem because I don't know the guy personally, but <laughs> on the park, he, he looked that kind of player, to be honest. Um, yeah, maybe English Championship playing at a Birmingham team where there's probably not much pressure on, maybe something, to be honest. So, But good luck to him anyway. Um, yeah. But obviously, it frees up wages. It frees up for, for players to come in. So, obviously, we'll see with the boy, James, James McAtee. Obviously, there's there's a link with Gio to Man City with Pep Guardiola. Obviously, he worked under him, so there is that link there. So, we'll see what comes from there. But, yeah, just a quick stop talking about Rangers for two seconds because I need to have a word from our sponsors. Manscaped, obviously Valentine's Day is just around the corner and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. There you go, Karen, you and Rachel can get sorted. <laughs> <laughs> the number one product in this package is a lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair and loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skincare technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4,000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. There you go. You can do it in the dark if you want. <laughs> you can do it in the dark, guys. <laughs> to compete the perfect package for your, for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. That's my favourite. Start your day off with a deodorant for your boys, then stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling best all night, best all day and night. These formulations will also have your balls smelling like a king on the big day. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com. So there you go, Karen. That's, that um, <laughs> a fair amount to, to read on, on Manscaped. We've, I don't know how many times we've talked about Manscaped here. Their products are, um, are, are, um, are very good, to be honest. I do like the ball toner. It's, it's decent. I know Scotia likes it as well. He's quite a hairy man, Scotia, so he uses it quite a lot. So, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, no, no, I know it is. It's quite, it's quite lovely, mate, and it's very awkward to read, but it's good, and and it's that's what Manscaped are, are about. They're, they're not very. They want us to have a wee bit of fun with it, and we do. Uh, again, just massive thank you to them for their continued support for us. They've been fantastic, yeah. and your balls will definitely thank you. No, they will. Thank you. So, yeah, moving on from Manscaped there. Um, we're going straight into Saturday, half 12 kickoff, live in Sky Sports. Um, are we out, like I mentioned, are we out to Dingwall to play Ross County? Ross County, 10th in the league. Out of the 22 games they've played, they've only won five, drawn six, lost 11. The last five games they've played... Um, they've lost three and won two. Their wins were a two-win away, one away at St Johnston, who can't buy a win at the moment. And mm. they had a three-one home win to um, Motherwell as well. Um, as if we've been up at Dingwall already this year. It was four-two from memory. I think it was four-two. It wasn't a four-two game to be honest. It should Rangers should have been out of sight. Game I books, I think it was four two as well. Um yeah, so going by all that, it'll be four two again tomorrow to Rangers. I'll take that. <laughs> um but yeah, going up to Dingwall, it's a place we never really struggle to be honest, Carney. I think it's uh it's one of the places that we go up to, and I'm probably gonna put the kiss of death on this year, but it's one that I never we I go up there and I feel pretty confident to be honest, going to Dingwall. 
Yeah, uh, I think you're probably you're probably right there. Um, but we we don't seem to struggle in in Dingwall. You are correct. And what you said, the first game up there this season was never a four-two game. We just did two brain farts and let them score twice. Uh, so it's never really a place to um, that I get particularly worried about. I mean, Ross County. I've got mixed form. I think that's been polite about it. They are. Um, They've only won five games, I think, all season. Yeah. I think they've drawn drawn six. Drawn six, uh, lost eleven. Lost eleven. So I mean the eighth, next, seventh, eighth, seventh, tenth. eighth. The tenth? tenth. Oh fuck. Tenth. God, I was fucking miles wrong. God, they're tenth. Right. So I, it's that's what I mean, though. I mean, I think who's below them? Dundee and St. Johnston, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they are I mean, I think they are, I don't think they're in any danger of going down because I think St. Johnston need to do something quite drastic to change their fortunes right now because as you said, mate, they cannot buy a win. Uh, they are they're in uh, such poor form. Uh, in terms of Ross County, you never really know though. That's the thing. It's it could be I expect quite a, a tough a stuffy game, but they tend to have a go. Ross County, they don't tend to just kind of sit, especially not for ninety minutes anyway. Like like uh, like Livingston, but <laughs> um, <laughs> they they tend to they tend to have a go. So yeah, I'm expecting a I'm expecting a strong performance uh, tomorrow. We we've got quite a lot of players back, uh, and not not one in particular. We're probably both very excited to see me. I, I can't wait to see John Ebo back in the team. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those one of those games that you just up to Dingwall. It's a long way to go, I know, but get up, get the three points, get back to Glasgow. Simple as that. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I, I'm looking just bringing. Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent back in that team and Scott Arfield, which had a marginal start from the beginning, I think it just changes the dimension of the team. I mean, the, the press of the day with the player was James Sands and I've kind of felt sorry for James Sands a wee bit. I mean, I mentioned to you when we walked in for the club deck on Wednesday night, I could hear a guy behind me who basically, well, no, he did say, I think we should cut our losses. And I'm thinking, he's like played. Two games for us. <laughs> How can you say that? That's, that's that's some Rangers fans for you. I mean, it's it's cutthroat at times, I folks. But I felt a wee bit sorry for him because I think a lot of fans have got on his back. But you need to remember, to me, he's a he's a slight project. He's he's he's, he's quite young. He was thrown in against Aberdeen, which probably wasn't ideal to be honest. And he's he's played a game against Livingston again with a midfield that he probably wouldn't play with in terms of there's no Joe Rebels, there's no Ryan Kent's, and I felt a wee bit sorry for the guy to be honest. And I think he'll take time to bed into this Rangers team, and you probably won't see the best him to maybe next year possibly. But what's your just quickly? What's your thoughts on James Sands? Obviously. Right. It's early days. I mean, he's came from the MLS to the, yeah. the Scottish Premiership. I mean, it's like two different worlds. And no disrespect to the MLS, but it's it's just not like Scottish football. Uh, it's not the same weather for a start. It's not the same style of football. Or I would imagine there's a lot less hammer throwers in the MLS than there is in, um, there is in Scotland. It's early days for him. He, he needs time. I don't I honestly don't think he was brought in to play the, the and and like play every game or be in the starting eleven. I think he was very much brought in for the squad. I actually think he was brought in to cover Ryan Jack in case Ryan Jack didn't make a a, a recovery. Uh, if I'm honest, he's not going to play over Kamara. Uh, we all know that Kamara has now got that 
kind of sit and hold in midfield role. That is now his. Uh, Gio loves him. Um, you can tell that he does. And more often than not, we're going to go with um, Scotty Arfield, I would imagine, um, because of the, the kind of box-to-box style that Arfield does. Now, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to get a game. There could be games, Europe, for example, against Dortmund. We, we, we could... I would expect Rangers to play two holding midfielders against Dortmund and uh, and try not uh, try and make the game as frustrating as possible for for Dortmund. So he definitely needs time. I mean, two games you can't you can't shut the guy off. It's a completely new world to him. I mean, it's I always when I think of things like that, I imagine you were picked up in the first two days in your job in America, and you're already somebody's turning around and telling you they should send you back to Scotland. You would be like, give me a yeah. chance. Like, do you know what I mean? So. There is a, a probation period, if you like, if you want to use work terms. Uh, I think we should give him at least to the end of the season and maybe make a judgment on him there. But so far, he's not scared to get stuck in. I think he, he looks quite tidy on the ball. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him kind of develop. But I, I I definitely think he's one more for the future than he is for right now. Yeah, I, I think we've had to use him because of what we've had available in terms of personnel. Yeah. I think G alluded to that and on Wednesday night when he was asked, why did you start with two sitting midfielders? And he, he kind of came back and went, well, that's all I had to choose from, to be honest. So probably why Sands has been in. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm not writing him off after two games. No. Like I say, I'm going I'm <laughs> to give the boy, give him time, let him bed in. He's in a new city, a new culture, Glasgow of, of all places. So you'll need to get used <laughs> to that. Maybe uh, uh, Morelos can take him down the sanctuary or something. They can... Like a couple of birds up down there, but um, I, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens with Sands, but um, but no, we'll come on to um, come on to our teams. Um, I'll let you go first with your team. Can I think we'll be quite similar to be honest in terms of what we'll pick. I'll be shocked if we've not picked the same. Uh, McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson. Oh, I think Balogun might play. Uh, Barisic, Kamara are. Arfield, Aribo, Kent, Shikala, and Kamar Roof. Mm-hmm. Right, well, we're different. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going, obviously, uh, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic. Because uh, Balgan wasn't on the bench on Wednesday night, but I, I don't know. Oh, if was he's he not? Available. No, I don't know if he's. Oh, well, if, he, um, if he wasn't on the bench on Wednesday night, then that's my fault. I would probably say. Um, Bassey. See, I'm covering myself already, mate, in yeah. case you get it right, because I can't stand it when you get it right. Same midfield, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo. To me, that picks itself. That's the one for yep. Old Firm as well, too. I think that picks itself. Up front, Ryan Kent, Kamar Roof through the middle. This is difficult. I think Sakala deserves to start, but I'd throw the young lad, um, I'd throw him in for the start. So I'm going to go Kent, Roof and Diallo is my front line. And my scoreline is going to be 3-0 Rangers, Joe Rebo, first goal scorer. What's yours? Oh, that would be, that'd be tremendous. I'll go 3-1 Rangers. I think we're due to concede a goal. Uh, so I'll go 3-1 Rangers. I'll go Sakala to score first and I'll have Danilo to score any time coming on from the bench. So I think he'll s I think he'll score the third. He'll definitely but, play. He'll, aye, he'll definitely he will, play whether he plays for the I know he trained today and Sakala probably deserves to start from his performance on Wednesday. I would just 
I would just throw him in, see what he's got, put him in. I think there's a potential for Sakala to play through the middle and for uh, Diallo yeah, to play on the right. If Kamar Roof's not back to full fitness, I would expect Kamar Roof to get at least half an hour, though, because I think he's pretty crucial for the old firm. So I would expect him to get at least half an hour. Um, or maybe do it vice versa, maybe play Kamar Roof for an hour. And then put Sakala on for, for the aye, for the last thirty. Possibly, yeah. mate. Yeah, you, you could be spot on with that. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. As I say, it's it's nice when you get a, a shiny new signing that you you're <laughs> very excited to see. No disrespect to Sands, but a defensive midfielder from America mm. that I hadn't really heard of to a guy that's been rumored to be one of the kind of brightest futures of European football, um, or to be a, a player within the European football. Uh, that cost Man United 37, whatever it was, Euro, million euros. Uh, and I'm not saying he's worth that. I'm definitely not, because we all know the, the prices in England are ludicrous, but they've not just paid out that money for a laugh. They obviously have someday has seen something. Uh, and I'd imagine Man United have got a pretty good use set up and a scouting network all set up. So I'm really looking forward to seeing them, even if it's just a cameo or last 20 minutes, whatever, wherever. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him because I think you're right. No matter what, he will get minutes tomorrow. Yeah, uh, convinced he will play tomorrow at some point. Whether it's, like I said for the start, I don't know, but he will play tomorrow. And I think most, uh, every Rangers fans are excited to watch him. Like you say, he's a winger. Players like that, he's going to take players on. He's got electric pace. So, aye, we're all buzzing to see him. So, yeah, that has been us tonight. So, aye, I would like to thank my uh, my one and only guest tonight, Scott Carney. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, it's weird when, like, I don't know if you've got off lately being the host tonight or not, because it's only just, it's only me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've only got to listen to my dulcet tones, mate. So, no, uh, well done, Alistair, as always. Uh, Really looking forward to it. Thank you for for hosting tonight, mate. And yeah, let's bring on tomorrow. Um, I already can't wait to for kick off. So yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, no, cheers for coming on. And um, yeah, thanks for 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 listening. If you want to be a club at twenty two subscriber, um, the link is in YouTube. It's only ninety nine pence a month, and you will get obviously get to hear us, and obviously you'll get the chance of winning our. Is it a, it's a voucher at the Rangers store at the end of the season, is it, Carney? Yeah. Um, yep. So we've been a chance, in, a, in for a chance for that. Obviously, like, share. We're, we're growing quite well in this, which is uh, much appreciated. If you could share as much as you can. And uh, also, we're on um, Apple, Spotify, Acast. And like it says, obviously, you can find us on YouTube if you want to watch us rather than listen to us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. And we'll see you later. Bye. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.